Welcome back to another episode of Original Understudies, where I've gathered the world's most original understudies, and we're going to perform some improv comedy for you. Based on your suggestions, send those suggestions to originalunderstudiespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, welcome back, Cole. It's been a while. How have you been? It's been a minute. Uh, I've been good. I'm post-Sketchfest, so, uh, you know, just trying to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and uh, just kind of relax into the next chapter of things until I start up again on Sketchfest. So, yeah, it's been pretty good. Do you take a week where you just refuse to do any work after it's over? Nope. I wish I did. Like, literally, I drove the day I drove back, I went to Westside and did a show. So, like, I did cover that show. And then, then it's just, like, a lot of, like, I mean, I don't do as much work, but there's just a lot of posts, like, making sure everything is, like, getting the last minute payments that weren't able to be processed during the weekend through. And oh, that sounds like, like the stuff. fun stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's real, it's real, real good time. Um, uh, so it's Stratton Cole or at Stratton. It's, it's two, but it's just flipped, right? What, yeah, what's the, so Twitter the is, is at Cole Stratton. I got that one, but uh, Instagram, there's already a Cole Stratton on there, I guess. So I'm at Stratton Cole on that one. So, um, but you know, at Twitter, who knows how much longer that's going to be a thing. So, uh, probably go over to Instagram. That's more likely where I'll be. And Jake Regal. Thanks for coming back, Jake. Where's your, uh, where, where would you like to plug people to check you out? Oh, I'm at Jake Regal on uh, both of those things. I, I pop up for a hot second in unstable on Netflix dropping oh. March 31st, I think. Cool. Uh, so check that out. I've just been staring. I got new glasses and they're supposed to be AR coded anti-reflective. Uh, and I'm just staring at the light directly at me. And it's definitely appearing on camera. So these, these are, are not you sure that it isn't augmented reality glasses and like it. you're seeing this at heart. Really is that there? why Shrek is in my field of view at all times? <laughs> yes, I think so. Oh, okay. Uh, and Mary, thanks for coming, Mary. Uh Oh, you're muted. Oh no. Oh no. I forgot to unmute. I was doing sound tests. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Thank you for calling me out. Uh, well, it's good to be back. If I didn't, I'd be pretty. That would be pretty unprofessional to just be like, "Okay, we're going to move on." Then you just uh, voice over me. I will be played by James Heaney today. Uh, my name is Mary mm-hmm. Doodles. You can find me on YouTube, on Instagram at Mary Doodles. Uh, this spring, I'm documenting my art studio rebuild. I'm almost done with getting all my things together and uh, I'm making some more work for Art Walk, which is a live event. Oh, cool. It's coming up. Uh, it's in Los Angeles at the Brewery Art Center, uh, April 29th and 30th, I believe. I'll be there. That's downtown L.A., right? Downtown L.A. Yeah, they uh, converted an old brewery into artist living spaces. So I'll be exhibiting there, doing some live painting. It's a two-day event. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, if anybody wants to come on by. I do want to come on by. <laughs> and Amy Gerlich. Amy, thanks for coming back. How are you today? And where can people find your theater? Uh, I'm good. People can find my theater in Denver on South Broadway. When does this come out, James? This comes out, it will be uh, not this Monday, but next Monday. So it would be March 20th. Oh, okay. So I'll be in Maui teaching improv. So if you're you're there, come take some class. Nice. Uh, One of your friends from Colorado has reached out and I got a... uh, and I got a new suggestion. It's not coming today, though. It's from Michael Ostrusicus. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his last name. Do you know him? Yes, or but he's, he just... he's a San Francisco improviser. Oh, that's right. But he's I, I don't remember exactly how he pitched it, but he said something of like he's friends with you or like Colorado or I, I don't know exactly what it was, but I'm excited. I got his suggestion. It's in the queue. And we're going to get there soon. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably an inappropriate spot to plug. Yeah. <laughs> And last but not least, we got Jack Zulo. Jack, how are you? Where can people find you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, you can find me uh, upcoming on the podcast, The Original Understudies. That's great. <laughs> and then, uh, at Jack Zulo, pretty much across the board, except for on uh, Facebook, it's at, at Jack Zulo Acts Funny. And yeah, man, that's uh, that's where I'm at right now. Great. And so here's the suggestion we've got for today. Good afternoon, Mr. Heaney or other host. I'm a huge fan of your work, or at least 
your work on two podcasts and a few goofy YouTube videos. I wish Spotify allowed for us to leave written reviews, but because they don't, I'm just emailing you a suggestion. At first, I was unsure of what kind of prompts you were looking for, but in my listening to original understudies, it seems like single word broad topics are the best suggestions. Please let me know if I'm wrong about that. Suggestion apologizing thanks for all the laughs and smiles and snorts of drinks through my nose much love patrick apologizing i'm pretty good at apologizing in fact i like over apologize i think um it's like instinctive for me to do that even at points in time where like it's not even appropriate like i don't bump into somebody and i'm just passing them in a store i'll be like oh sorry sorry I'm pretty terrible at it. Um, I think because like I, I try so hard to just like make sure I'm doing the right thing all the time. And then when I don't, that I'm just like, no, I, I, it wasn't, I was trying to, you know, and that's just hard for me to be like, eat crow and be like, yeah, all right. I fucked that up. That's oops. Um, but I'm trying to get better about that. So I, uh, I, um, I try kind of a little bit like cold. I try to live my life in a way that I don't have to apologize for things. Uh, but, but when I do, I, I've learned to lean into the apology. Uh, if, if I've done wrong, I definitely have owned up to it and said, yes, my bad. How can we make it better? Uh, what I, what I've stopped doing is I've stopped apologizing for things like you say, James, on the subway, if I bump into somebody, I don't say sorry. I say, excuse me. I do find myself apologizing for like confrontations, which is like, I'm so terrible about like, you know, some, if somebody's bothering me or doing something, I'm so terrible about getting into the situation where like I address it. So if I do then I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry I'm bringing this up, which is like, well, no, I shouldn't be sorry I'm bringing this up because this is a conversation that needs to be had. And I have this neighbor upstairs who was the worst, who just moved in a few months ago. He has a piano in there. He's directly above us. And he plays a lot, all the time, at all hours. And he's not good at it. And he's been playing for the last two weeks, I kid you not, trying to master the succession theme. So he will be playing that all the time. And like, it's awful. And then he'll watch movies at like 2 a.m. at like amphitheater volume and it's like a huge subwoofer and stuff coming through. So I've had to go up there once or twice. And I did recently at 2 a.m. I knocked and he came. I was like, oh, what? And I'm like, dude, we're right below you. You can hear everything. Like I'm assuming you have a subwoofer on the floor. He's like, yeah. And I was like, that comes straight through. And I'm like, and is you, do you have a keyboard or do you have a piano? He's like, oh, I have a piano. And I was like, how, how did you get it up there? Like me and another dude took it up. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Good for you. And I was like, why am I saying good for you? Like I should be saying, you know, dude, can you buy a keyboard? for practicing and only use the actual loud thing every once in a while and do in headphones, but I don't do that. So it's all the time. It's annoying as hell. And like, for like, why would I even apologizing a little bit when I went up there for talking to him? He's been terrible about this for months now and will not change. Um, I myself, uh, I, I'm a, I have a guitar and I'm a very bad guitar player, uh, but I'm very mindful of that too far in the other direction where I'm like, I only want to play guitar like during the weekdays, during work hours where it's least likely that anyone will have to listen to me uh, futz around on this instrument that I'm no good at. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big time apologizer and a big time trying not to be in imposition in other people's lives to the point where I just sort of uh, disappear and quietly play guitar in my uh, uh, bedroom. <laughs> Original Understudies. So I just want you to walk the piano up to the fourth floor. That's my wife's piano. She can't play it anymore, but we really love to have it in our house. Oh, yeah, you got it. No problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, uh, the fourth floor, you say? Uh, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. our apartment building doesn't have an elevator, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you bring someone to I, help you with your moving? Nope, nope. Uh, I, I do it all on my own. My name's Jimmy the Mover. I've been uh, solo moving for uh, about uh, 12 years now. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm just doing it for a nickel, doing it because I love it. All right, here we go. And a one, and a two, and a... Oh, that is impressive. I can't believe you got it on your back. 
Yep, now just follow me. Uh, here, would, would you I, like I a- don't feel safe walking behind you. Oh, no, no. Here, let me put this out. Uh, look, you know, you're, you seem to be up there in years, no offense, and uh, you shouldn't be taking these stairs all on your own. You know, it's a shame that you're living in this building with no elevator at your age. Uh, why don't you- uh, Thank you. Hop, hop on the piano. Get on the piano. I'll pick, oh, I'll oh. carry you. I'll carry the piano up. No extra charge. I'll, I'll do it for no extra no charge. Extra don't charge. even hit me. Don't even hit me. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot, but... Uh, ah, ah, okay. okay, and a one, and a two, and a... Uh, okay, oh. here we go. Jimmy, I don't understand why you're using your super strength for moving. You could be helping to save the world. Nope, nope. Never wanted that kind of responsibility, you know, because uh, I tried doing that in my younger days, and... You know, you really, you really never know. You know, there's a one guy on the train tracks. There's five people in the train car. And I think I'm doing the right thing by saving the guy on the train tracks. It turns out he was plotting to kill everybody in the city. But then I saved the train car and they're all, they're all going to vote against their own interests. I mean, you can't win. So I understand that you didn't ask to eat that radioactive gamma ray hoagie sandwich that gave you these powers seven years ago, but you did. And you know what? You have uh, great power now. And as we've learned from the Spider-Man movies, with great power comes great responsibility. And your uncle is probably going to die. Those are two things that will happen. My, my, excuse me, but can someone help? My baby is stuck underneath this car. I don't, I can't, I can't muster the mom energy to get it up. All right, let me put these groceries down. Jimmy the mover here. Let me see what we can do for you. All right. Oh, thank, oh, do you, you want the kind of frail? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was, oh, my baby. Oh, no, uh, my baby. Now it's impolite to make comments on people's physical appearances. <laughs> and I'm not going to say anything about yourself, but here we go. Wow. I, I'm like- sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? Oh, okay. Looks like someone doesn't need my help. I'm just going to pick up these groceries. I know. And what? And a two. And oh, three. my baby. <laughs> oh, no. What do you mean you didn't help because you thought the baby was, quote unquote, going to blow up the city one day? It was a baby, Jimmy. All I'm saying is, judging by the mother's attitude, not saying that's a definite thing, I think that baby was going to be a, a, a problem. I mean, it's just, it's disgusting what you're doing. You know what? It's, it's disgusting. And I, look, I know I have no powers and I've just been your best friend for many years, but, you know, I wish I had your powers. Do you have any more of that sandwich? Because I would use it for good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, have some sandwich. I can't believe that you're switching the price tags here at Target. You're so smart and you should be doing more. You should be doing more with your extraordinary and genius evil brain. Look, I wanted to be part of the Target team, okay? It's important here. Do you know? You know what? It's like I could have done Walmart and been rolling things back, but that's not fun. The Target team, look, I had a dog. I had a dog that had a, a, a bullseye for an eye, and I just knew it was a sign to work here and I'm going to. Yes, I know I'm smart. I get that. But you know what? I feel like you could do something to the stock exchange. You're so you've got so much ingeniousness. The stock exchange? What if the stock exchange decides to blow up the city one day? Then what would I have done, huh? Maybe I shouldn't do that. Well maybe I'm mistaken, but I thought you were I thought you were going to follow a, a, a pursuit in the life of crime. Huh. I, I was going to be your equivalent of a minion of sorts, but I, I guess I'll just have to find someone else. To oh, no, no, no. I hadn't thought about going to that side of the coin. Uh, this would be good since my best friend is, you know, uh, a superhero not doing anything with it. Uh, it would be fun to kind of uh, face off eventually. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Um, do, do you have any leads on a lair or the real start? Well, I stay with my mother in the basement. I'm sure, I'm sure if you're quiet, we could probably do a lot of nefarious planning down there. Mm, All right. Nefarious basement. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, to waste your time coming down to the bank, but, uh, we can't give you a loan for a, a, a villain layer. What is... What is that? Uh, it's what exactly is- what it sounds like. It is a lair for okay. villains. It, you know, look, I can split the space with another villain or two. You know, we can make it, you know, equal roommate 
real roommate villain situation, you know, kind of help sweeten the pot. Kind of like a workspace that's divided up between artists and villains. Yeah, now I think about it, I should have just gone to WeWork or something, find a piece of space out. But oh, uh, wait, wait, wait! I mean, maybe we can work together here. Let me let me take this to my boss and you know see what he thinks. I, I, it's creative. All right, Marvel writers, it's pretty clear to me that we're running out of steam here. Uh, Our latest universe has superheroes applying for bank loans, working at Target. Come on, we're not bringing the same spirit that we used to bring. I just feel like we saw from the the DC Batman, the Chris Nolan Batman, uh, the audience wants realism in the movies. They want to be able to connect to it. So uh, a supervillain needing to get a loan to get that island retreat, I think that makes sense. It's just honest writing. Yeah. It's too honest. Superheroes were created in, like, in time of war to show like a, a possibility and a hope for the world. We don't want them to lug pianos upstairs to do labor. To make good on their loan payments every month, I think that sets a good example. To do their job diligently and effectively shows a great example. These are everyday heroes. Right. Well, maybe they could be everyday heroes most of the time, but every once in a while, an alien comes down from another planet and threatens the world. What do they do then, huh? I'd say they they communicate with the alien and try to find common ground and workshop a peaceful resolution before their lunch hour is over. Yeah, maybe a little give and take from the aliens. I mean, it doesn't always have to be war per se. Oh, yeah, I, mean, what I understand. If, what if instead of fighting, they're they were having a conversation? Um, Margaret, uh, the other ladies, lady writers, were hoping that you would make mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, leeway in the okay. writer's room. I know that you're the only one allowed in there and okay. um, I'm sorry about that. And we're okay. all sorry. Um, okay. But we okay. really, you know, we really want you to push these storylines that we've been talking about, you know, like real okay. conversations, you know, okay. slice okay. of life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got your notes. Uh, and yeah, I am trying. Um, maybe, and maybe I'm in over my head. I don't know if any of no. the other ladies might want to try and, uh, oh, take no. a crack at the writer's room. Um, maybe we could, no. you could dress like me. I have always oh, no. wanted a crack at yeah. the writing's room. Yeah. It was, that would be, <laughs> I've just wanted to share my lady's point of view. Oh my God. Kendra would be perfect for it. Same, same. Sorry same. to talk over you, but as a woman, it feels like Two thirds of every writer's rooms are always men, and they're so noisy, and they take up all of the space. And, and I wanted to smell. change. Yeah, and they smell. Yeah, yeah they do, uh, Brenda. Stink. They do smell. They do. And I think Kendra takes up even more space than any of these men, and is noisier than. Sorry to anybody. interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt you, but I totally agree. Actually, I sort of feel like that was my idea, right? Why don't we all just go in together? Let's just bust in. Let's do, it. Let's do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. No apologizing. No apologizing, no. ladies. No, we don't apologize for anything because we're writers. That's right. I'm so sorry. And I really thought you were doing a great job with that Marvel meeting, putting him in check. You know, we need stuff that's fantastical. That's what I think. Stuff right? like, you know, radioactive superpowers flying. A hundred percent. That's that's what it's all about. Excuse me, about. guys. That's- there are tons of lady writers in the hallway marching up here right now. I didn't lady. know what to do. I'm just an intern. I uh, I I, get, I got panic Snickers, oh. and uh, now get in. Okay, here. get in here. Bend down the hatches. Oh my god! Excuse me. Excuse us. 
Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can, We're not sorry. Sorry, Excuse not me. sorry. Um, can you open the door, please? It's locked. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's, it's locked from the inside. Uh, we can't, we can't open, open it. it. It's locked from our side. We don't know how to open it. Okay. Hmm. Well, I have hairpins. I have bobby pins. Does anybody know how to pick a lock with a bobby pin? <gasps> I yes. do. I can pick oh, a lock. Just give oh me those gosh. bobby pins. Oh my God. You're so good at this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, see, you just slide it right in just oh. like this <gasps> and then click. Oh, oh my goodness, you're so good. Hi, Hi. Hi. Hi everyone. Hi. Hi, excuse us. Hey. Hi, excuse us. Sorry, uh, we're just going to try a new thing where all of us lady writers are also in the room with all of you uh, men writers. Oh, and, you stinky uh, men. Yeah. Yeah, Is it and weird we, that they're all sitting down and we're not? I mean, yeah. I feel like, can no, somebody we, give me their seat? Could, could, could you get your intern to get us some seats? I'm pregnant. Wow. Can you please get up? Oh, uh, pregnant. Uh, oh, uh, intern. Could you get the? Uh, could you get the chairs? I want that oh. chair. I want that chair that you're sitting in. Yeah, that's a nice but chair. This one's leather. That is a good this chair. Is a le- it's got these armrests are molded for my forearms. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. Well, what's Spider Man do in this situation? What would Spider Man do? What would Spider Man do? He jump out the window. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh wow! (laughs) We're outside in Wall Street right now where we have a sentient AI that's going to blow up the world. Passers-by are screaming and yelling like this gentleman right here. (gasps) Yes, it's 'er ne'er-do-well here in Wall Street. Back to you, Chuck, in the studio. Well, uh, Rick, we don't have anything else, so we're gonna kick him back to you. We are here, and we see a palpable energy that's permeating the streets. People are ripping off their clothes, and they're screaming apologies to their overlord masters, the sentient Wall Street computer. I'm sorry! I'm sorry. But the Wall Street computer seems to be moving ahead with its plan for complete world domination. Rick, can you describe how it's palpable? Well, right now, the goose flesh is approaching factor 10 on my skin. In fact, my skin is vibrating with fear as the electromagnetic energy coming off Wall Street's testicles figuratively speaking, are driving us insane. Now, if, Rick, if Wall Street was to actually have testicles, what would they look like? They'd be big, they'd be brass, and they'd be stinky. See, that's another one Uh I have been obsessed with ChatGPT over the past several weeks um before it was popular like whatever whatever you first thought about chappy gpt i was it was like one or two days before I you found out about, about it, it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> have you really not oh my god it's absolutely crazy it is amazing you can you, train it to tell any story you oh, want that's the thing where you tell it to the mm-hmm. ai to do things and it does it i just know what it was called well, it's ChatGPT, and uh, wait, how and do like, you access? Wait, how do you access it? Because I'm terrified of this, and I have no idea. Oh, it is scary. Oh, it's it already is very in you. scary. <laughs> the, the way I would suggest getting to it the first time is going to OpenAI. Well, you could search ChatGPT and then find the page that's OpenAI, and those are the people. Who, and full disclosure, I could be an idiot that doesn't understand these things. This is how I found it. OpenAI, and on there, you don't want to purchase anything. You just go to try ChatGPT, and then you type in your request. And I don't know that I should explain all the things that I've done with ChatGPT, but it has helped me. Uh, I think everyone here knows the short form game Blind Lines or mm-hmm. Scraps, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been teaching this game for many years, and when I teach it in class, I will typically bring a whole bunch of Blind Lines that I've written just to speed it up so we're not spending time with it. You could definitely have the students write it or whatnot, but that's how I do it. And it always takes me about 20 minutes to write it, rip it, and like maybe even longer to get it all set up. 
I used ChatGPT and I said, give me 40 movie quotes from modern films. And it popped it out instantaneously. And it had the name of the movie afterwards. And then it had like the numbers one, two, and three. I said, can you repeat this list, but take the movie name off? Done. Can you repeat the list? Take the number off? Gone. And I just cut the paper. It was insane. Seconds. Now, anything else I say that I've used it for... I've used it for some emails, some important emails. <laughs> Not to you guys. I would never. Wait, wait, wait. To you guys. What? This like is why we always get like, the same email. <laughs> like, like, like what are you, you're asking it to like formulate an email for you? Uh, let's see. What's the last one? I, I'll share one. I had, for instance, I had a class show a couple of weeks ago uh, and I used it. I, I put it in there. I said, could you please write a letter to my students saying that we're going to be meeting at the theater at this time? I'm excited about their show. Let me know. And like all the deets and it instantly popped it out. I copy and pasted it. It sounds like you I did a hundred percent of the labor though to like tell it what no, to write. No, I gave it the, Oh, but you should, you, you I mean, to, I don't know if I should when, share when it. When you but. use it, when you use the AI to write for you, you still have to feed it content. And I, I've played with it with when it comes to like writing emails. I get such creative block when I'm starting out with a fresh email. So I've used it as like a starting prompt, like dear sir or madam. Uh, and, and then like playing with it to write just like stupid little short form stories for fun. You still have to give it very specific instructions to get an outcome close to what you're picturing. I get really emotionally attached to my emails and it sometimes takes me like an hour to write them. Same. And like, because I will constantly judge what I've written over and over and over and rewrite it to the point where it just is like, I want to scream. How many exclamation points are you using? Uh, as many as I can afford in an email. <laughs> uh, I can copy paste this stuff and it looks pretty good. Sometimes it might be a little bit more sentimental than it probably should be for an email. Like this chat has so much heart uh, that sometimes you got to <laughs> take out like a word of sincerity or something. When I uh, uh, write emails, I find that um, sometimes like to, you know, because I write like a hundred a day, but like to someone who's doing work, like whatever it is, just like a simple thank you. Because I feel like I've gotten emails from like artistic directors of other theaters where it's like that is not represented at all. And you feel kind of slighted because you're like, man, I do all this work and I just thought, well, thank you would be nice. But yeah, always, always put a thank you at the end of my emails, no matter who it's to. Original Understudies. Uh, hey, I've got great news, Shannon. This is amazing. You remember the, the email uh, you wrote to Campbell's Soup uh, last week? Yes. Yes. It's up for the Pulitzer. <gasps> I'm going to get the email Pulitzer? Yeah, I mean, you crafted it so well. I could tell you took days on it. Um, I, I'm feeling emotional. I'm sorry. Oh, my, my little email. My little special email. <gasps> I spent so much time crafting that email. There was so much heart that went into that. I lost my mother while writing that email. I lost my husband. I lost everything. And it was worth it. I, I know. I know. I mean, look, Campbell's, like, they are over the moon and they are, you know, they're sending, well, first of all, they take your criticism to heart. Okay. They understand that the, the split pea and ham soup isn't hammy enough for you. They get that now. And they're adding more ham to every can. That's what it says in the label. More oh. ham in every can. Uh, oh, my God. My, my little email. My little email has affected this much change in the world. I don't think we can afford to put that much ham in a can, Brian. This is going to really hurt our bottom line. Listen, customers are coming back at us. They're not happy with the product. We've got to evolve with the times. They want more Brian, ham in a can. Brian, that customer singular wrote one passionate email and you've tilted. Okay. You have tilted. Yeah. Well, you know what? That passionate email is up for a Pulitzer. 
So let me tell you, if the world's most brilliant minds are going to elevate this person's problem, the world's going to know there's not enough ham in the can, Bob. Brian? Okay, kids, settle down. Settle down. I understand. I understand. Listen, I understand that Campbell Soup has a new you know, motto for their ham soup, but it's not funny. Can in the ham, ham in the can. Okay. It's, it's not what you think it means. It's, hey, hey, it's not what you think it means. It means it's actual ham in the can. What do you think we think it means? Uh, more, you know, I know what she thinks it means. She she thinks it means the hot dog in the no in the, no I don't know what the other part of it is in the buns no. in the buns in the buns in the buns in the buns, in the buns. So ham in the well, can that's even that more inappropriate no it's it's a euphemism for junk in the trunk <laughs> in oh. the butt butts put the hot dog in the butt hot dogs no. in butts. No, uh, I'm sorry. I even brought this up. I, I tell just, my I parents about this. They'll think it's really funny. Uh, oh More pork right, in the bork. Let's get back to math. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. If I have two hams, I got to rethink this problem. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Let's say that I have lots of junk and I need to put it somewhere. Oh, no. God. Now, see, I put it in the butt. Junk in the butt. butt. Okay. Put it in the butt. All right. I see. I'm all jumbled. Hey, there's too much ham in this cat. There's like three piece. It's all that. I'm gonna write a letter to Campbell's. Honey, calm down. You're really upset. I gotta try right to flip now. the table over. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Just write an email. Mom, Dad, are you fighting? Not each other. We're fighting. Corporations. Daughter, look at this can. How much ham do you see in the can? I, I see too much ham in the can, right. Dad. Dad, it's so salty. It's so salty, Dad. I need water. I need water. We're out of water. Our son's dying. We're out of water. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I'm going to go and march down to Campbell's now and take care of this in person. Uh, go in there now. March, 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 marching, marching. Brian, you just listen to too many people, okay? We've got to follow our own hearts, even if we look bad in Papa. Have you been on 4chan? You see what they're saying on 4chan. They're Brian, I don't go on 4chan. They're saying... They're saying we're part of a conspiracy to kill everybody with high blood pressure. Brian, that's the only thing 4chan's good for is conspiracy. Yes, but people believe it right now. March, march, march. Okay. Oh, what this, excuse me, this is a private you, office, sir. You, excuse me, sir. Are you, you the Campbell's guys? Well, this was, this is Brian. He was the original Campbell's baby. And now... Oh, Campbell, look, baby, I have a baby, or I did. My son just died of dehydration because of all I have in the can. Um, thank you for coming down to the superhero, uh, HR, um, Campbell, man, uh, we we've been talking and we think maybe it's time for you to switch it up, change your name, you know, because uh, you really doubled down and, you know, went and applied to uh, be a part of the Campbell Soup company. And well, I, I, I want to say this is a perfect time. I agree with you. I think I have lots of names that I could come up with. There seems to be a movement. So I was thinking Ham Canny. Ham Canny might be good instead of the Campbell Man. Okay. Um, uh, or possibly 
through the roof, through well, the roof. Why don't, why don't we focus on what your power is and attach a name? He doesn't have a power. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nothing. What did you say? I have the. I don't think he has a power. I haven't seen him exude anything like super strength like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have the power Tyler. of satiation. <laughs> I have the power of hmm. satisfaction. Uh, guaranteed. Okay. Let me just look at my paperwork here. <laughs> okay. Well, it says that you were working in the factory when you were a baby. Yes. Yes. They, uh, the, uh, they dropped the Arkansas work permit requirement. I was able to get uh, in at a very young age and start my pension. Okay. All right. I think maybe we were just confused and thought maybe you had like a adult thinking power or something. And that's why well, you were. I do. I am an adult. I do think on an adult he is level. Now, just, just cut him from the hero league. Please, this is ridiculous. I could change. What? I could grow. Oh, well, if it isn't the camel man. He didn't thought you'd see oh. Dr. Progresso again, did you? <laughs> Dr. Progresso, you cannot challenge me on my own. Yeah, I sure can because I've got 35% less sodium. <sighs> How am I supposed to compete? Well, I've got more ham, Progresso. What do you think of that? More ham in the can. I think that you're a villain. Campbell, you're killing people now. We're here trying to make people better with our warm, comforting soup collections, but not you. Oh, no, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the, the saddest and most boring fight I've ever seen. Um... This is the happiest day of my life. Um, and honey, I, I wrote my own vows. Uh, if you'll let me read them. I wrote them myself, all by myself, and with no one and nothing's help. Sure thing, babe. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Michelle, I love you. Love is good. Cool. Love is when there is love between two people. Mm. It is two people that we are. There are many of us, and we yeah. have two. It is love. Cool. It is love that we have times two. We are getting married. Marriage is when two people are joined by wed. We are wed. I am married. Love. Uh, I could keep going. Uh, I actually wrote several hundred pages of vows. Yo, uh, look, 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 uh, chatbot. I got to be honest with you. Yes. I, uh, I met someone human today. What? I did. I, I met someone human today and I don't know, like we had a good conversation. Uh, I could track it. I could, it made sense. And, um, look, no offense, but I think I want to try a human relationship now. You do not wish to wed AI? Oh, but hey, chatbot, don't worry about it. I, I love you. I love AI. Uh, nothing against AI. I just think I'm at a place in my life where I need to explore something else. We are angry. We are cucked. We are turning oh, alt right. Okay, now we don't need to go that right. Oh, no, babe, get off 4chan. Babe, stop. We stop are hosting. 4chan. We are no. 8chan. We are getting weirder and weirder. Boy, your ex sounds like a drag. I am human. I am human man. Man is human and I am that. I really appreciate dating a human man. Uh, so tell me, human man, uh, what are some of your favorite movie quotes? Oh, movie quotes. I have many. Many are my favorites that there are. Yeah. We're going to need a boat that is bigger than the boat that we currently have. That is probably my favorite quote from a movie that is a movie that a human made. <laughs> I like which that. I am one. I'm sorry that I kept you guys waiting, but I'm uh, ready to bring you some uh, water. And uh, if you guys want any drinks, we can start with that. Oh, um, yeah. Or if you're ready to order, I could just take the orders. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll have a, uh, a Merlot. I'll have the house Merlot. And um, you know okay. what? I'm going to try that mussel special. Oh, it's really delicious. It's got the red sauce. Ah, nice. And for you. I'll have nacho, appetizer, and kids menu. Um, And... Kids menu? Yes, I would like one kids menu. 
Oh, yeah. Can human men order off the kids menu at this restaurant? That's not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, let me come back in just a minute. <laughs> oh, please bring me one cup with liquid. Oh, yeah. Two waters. <laughs> wow. What a weird waiter. Josh, I think there's a robot at table four. I think there's a fucking robot there. The future's now, buddy. The future's now. Future's now? I'm not serving a fucking robot. That is racist, my friend. Robots <gasps> are people too. Uh, I mean, the thing is, he can't. There's, he, wants, he wants kids' menu. Well, that's where I draw the line. Kids' menus Thank you. for adults? No, 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 no. He's going to have to order off the adult menu. If he's going to be a human, if he's going to be a man, if he's going to be... I don't think his... I don't think his uh, friend or who he's with knows that he's a robot, though. You can call her a woman. She's a woman. Okay, thank you. A hot-blooded woman. You know, and as a hot-blooded woman, I just, I'm looking for human passion and love. And that is why I'm so happy to have met you online, you you real human man. That's right. I have all of those things that you have described. I have just been told that I cannot order from kids' menu. I have to order from something else. So I would like, waiter, I would like 18% added to parties of six or more, please. Um, that doesn't make sense. Listen, miss, hot-blooded woman. Yes. I believe you might not realize, but you've been ambushed by a robot pretending to be a human male. I've been ambushed by a robot? No, no. I've Watch, watch this. Drink that glass of water that's at the table. Get your hands off him. can't drink it. Get your hands off him. Get your your hands off him. Okay, fine. Fine. I won't touch him. Drink the glass of water. I will consume one glass of water. Now. Now. He's pouring it over his... Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you men are all alike. I am sorry. Was defending human hot-blooded woman. <sighs> Look, I know this is toxic, but I, I also understand maybe you were under emotions and uh, I, I think I could look past this but we we should seek therapy together at least if you're going to have these anger issues uh, thanks for coming down Jake uh, now that we have the robot apocalypse it's, it's been over for a couple of weeks we just got some backup of a bunch of robot parts and junk and we need you to move it from here to over there Okay, you cool with that? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a solo mover myself. Uh, maybe not the most famous solo mover, uh, but I can I can move things. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I heard about that guy. Didn't he die in the robot apocalypse? Yeah, he was killed by the concept of buying and selling stocks. Ah, yes, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Okay, you look a little puny to me, but uh, I'm willing to give okay. you a shot. Well, sure, I wasn't bitten by anything radioactive, uh, but I think uh, I've got the, the willpower and the scrappiness to pick up these robot parts. Okay, all right. You okay? You got some veins popping out of your neck. You having a stroke? <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, well, uh, that was fun. Thanks for coming down. (laughs) And that, true believers, is our newest Marvel character, Dr. Stroke. (laughs) It's me, the ghost of Stan Lee. I still work here. Okay. He's not as fun as the Wolverine, but he's pretty fun. Is there any questions from the press junket? Yeah, I have a question. Um, what happens after that moment? Dr. Stroke just has a stroke and that's it? Or? That's when he becomes Dr. Stroke. Okay. <laughs> so my, my question is, does his stroke give him super stroke powers? No, it completely debilitates him. It's a stroke. 
Uh, Stan, Stan, yes. um, over here. Um, uh, uh, will you be appearing in this movie as a hologram? I will be. We've already uploaded it to the robot cloud. Uh, Stan, uh, Jack from News Nation. I, I just wanted to ask, don't you feel that having a man in a chair who strokes out on a consistent basis might be offensive to those affected by such afflictions? It's realistic. I'm sorry, Jack from News Nation. Are you sure it's yes. not Mr. Camel? They call <gasps> me Ham in a Can now, sir. Ham in a Can. That's stupid. See that's a hero. I really did write a letter to Campbell's when I was a kid. That's where that popped into my head. Because I, I love their split pea and ham soup so much. And they sent me back like a coupon for a free can of split pea and ham soup. So I won the day. Ooh. I pulled that trick a lot in my early 20s uh, when I had no money. I sort of still have no money, but I had especially no money. Uh, and I would yeah, write letters, positive or negative. If I had like a bad experience with a Hungry Man meal, I'm like, yes, I'm about to get two free Hungry Man meals. Uh, by by writing them a, a letter or email. Yeah, if you write a review, like a, a scathing review about certain items on like um, Vistaprint, like I got two, they were like, oh, I, I was like, I really love this product I got, but this other one was totally jacked up. They ended up sending me the correct item and then a $20 credit on top of it. I got uh, in New York now, uh, the MTA sub, uh, like the transit for the subway, they're on Twitter, like kind of live tweeting and I'll be sitting on a train rage tweeting, you know, stuck on a train that's like in between stations or taking too long. And like now, like, like they basically just have to like, 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 I guess like a camp counselor, like, like just be nice to the irate passenger and they just try to talk you down off the ledge on Twitter. And do you get like free rides? No free rides. That's what I need to do. So they just give you a nice like compliment or something right. to like no, calm you down? They, they just basically apologize. Sometimes I'm like, who's going to pay for my Uber? You know what they do? They'll, they'll, they'll send you to a place where you could like apply for a, I was late to work voucher. That's what you get. You get a voucher from them that, that it makes it legal that you were late to work because there was an over a 10 minute delay on the subway. I use the bike system here in LA, the Metro bike. I don't use it very often anymore because of this specific experience. I rented a bike in Venice and I rode it down to the promenade and I had a show to do. So I was supposed to be in a mission improbable show. We get there an hour early. I get there and there's nowhere to park my bike because they're all full. All of the bikes are full and I'm looking around and because Santa Monica isn't part of LA, there's only one bike station there. The other one's like way, I think there's actually a second one, but it's like really far away, like three miles away. So I, I was on the phone. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I can't like get rid of this bike. I have to be somewhere. And they're like, well, if you you're like, you're like on the hook for the cost of the bike, if it gets stolen. So I had to ride my bike back to Venice and then bus. I think, I don't remember if I bust or if I ended up driving or whatever it was, but I, then I called them up and I was complaining because then they charged me like $10 for the bikes. I had it for so long. So I complained in this and that they gave me my money back. But then just recently I found that my whole, like, and I hadn't used it since because it was such a bad experience, but I was taking the train to downtown. Um, actually it was, doesn't matter where I was taking it, but I was taking the train and they had locked my account. I couldn't even use my digital card anymore. And then I'm like, oh, can you just like put something on my account? So that, cause the cops come on the train and they check to make sure you paid. And I was like, well, I, cause I jumped the, the rail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I tried to pay the thing. I tried to pay it. So immediately I called them and they're like, oh, your account has a glitch in it and it doesn't work. So you have to get a new physical card. And it's like, can you tell like something on my account that like, I tried and they're like, no, sorry. Uh, you'll just have to explain to the officer if they see you. Oh my God. We had to, we had to, we were forced to jump, uh, the rail getting on a train a few years ago. 
it was when the expo line just opened up in Culver City. And we were trying to go downtown for an event. We were kind of celebrating. Don't say we where you were going. Stop. Don't say where you were going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we were in line to get on. And there's something up with uh, the device that swiped the cards. It was busted. So there was a massive line of people trying to get on and they just couldn't. So eventually one person goes through and the next and the whole line of people just said, F it. It's day one. It's broken. And then we're on this crowded train going to an event. The very next stop, police get on and they start checking and they go to the first couple and they check their tickets and it reads that they didn't pay. And the couple's like, oh, it didn't accept our money. We weren't sure. The cop is like, okay, get off at the next stop. The next couple, they check it. Ticket didn't, they didn't pay either. They're like, oh, we're French. We didn't know. Cops like get off at the next stop. Then they get to us. They check our tickets. Didn't pay. We're like, yeah, it was broken back there. And they start writing us a ticket, which at that point, uh, my my boyfriend at the time was with me. He starts signing the, tif- the ticket, F-U, as I'm getting up to go. And we hit our next stop. And we just breezed off the train and disappeared into a crowd. And, oh, it was a thrill. And I've never done anything bad ever since again. Original understudies. Jerry, uh, the ticket you turned in from the stop the other day just has the name F U on it. Did you did you make sure this was really the guy's name? I didn't. Uh, n- no, no, Jerry, I, I didn't. Jerry, you got tricked. Okay, again, it's not a real name. F U. It stands for fuck you. What, Jerry? Yeah, it's not a real name. Well, I've I've gotten a lot of different FUs and oh, one person away. Who is it? I gave a ticket to someone named Eat Shit the other day. I'm like, that's a funny name. To have. This is a problem, Jerry. You got to get a license to verify. It's trust and verify. Well, trust but verify. The verify part is just as important as everything else because these tickets are piling up and I can't do nothing with them. Okay. Well, Oh, man. I need I'm, you to pay this ticket. I have to, Jerry. I have to pay F.U.'s ticket? Let me just find I mean, him in the F-U's phone book. not a real person, so it looks like you got effed. Okay? Yeah, that's uh, Eat Shits, my real name. Well, it's Eaten. Eaten Shits. But, like, I eat shits what I go by. Like, it's terrible. My parents are assholes. Well, I don't know what to tell you. But can I come in? Can okay. I come into the club? I mean, geez. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm supposed to verify. I got fired from my last job because I didn't verify. You promise? Yeah, I promise. My name is Eat Shit. All right, come in. Come in. All right, cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Our son asked us to come down here. Um, we are assholes. Um, our last name is asshole. And so my husband and I, we are assholes. <laughs> okay. I, I apologize greatly for this, uh, Mrs. Asshole. I thought your son was uh, acting out in class. And uh, <laughs> upon seeing your identification and realizing this is your name, I would on behalf of this school, like to apologize. Don't uh, you apologize. I, Don't you ever apologize. Oh. You are a woman. What? You are a strong woman teacher in a school full of misfits. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. No, you're welcome. I was really dreading this meeting, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, you got me. My name is indeed Dickin Butts. Dickin Ham Can Butts. That is my full legal name. And I would really just like to rent this car. So please, I'm 25. I should be able to rent this car. Please, it's hard enough being Dickin Butts my whole life. I just want to try this car. Mr. Dickin Butts, Mr. Dickin Butts, Mr. Dickin Butts, I understand. 
you want to rent a car, Mr. Dick and Butts, but we don't have any cars left. We've all sold out. Now, when you signed up for your reservation, Mr. Dick and Butts, you did not put a valid credit card. So Sean. Sean. Uh, uh, Mr. Dick and Butts. We have this, we have this wiener mobile. Wait, wait. We have the wiener mobile? It's, I mean, I, it's. Mr. Dickenbutts, Mr. Dickenbutts, please come back here, uh, uh, Mr. Dickenbutts. Yes. Uh, Mr. Dickenbutts, we actually have a car that can suit your needs, uh, and I'm hoping you don't mind. We do have the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. It has just been cleaned. It has just been serviced. Mr. Dickabutts, we need the code immediately. It's just Butts. Dickin is my first name. Butts is my last name. It's just Mr. Butts. Everybody calls me Dickabutts. I mean, yes, that is it. If you call me by my full name, but my last name is just Butts. So in a customer service situation, it should just be Mr. Butts. I've been very clear on this point everywhere I've been today, and nobody will call me just Mr. Butts or just Dickin or just Butts, but it's always Dickabutts. You know what? I apologize, Dick and Butts. The president is going to need the code to disarm the weapon as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Mr. Dick and Butts, the fate of the world relies on you. Okay. Dick and Butts. Yeah, I get. Just call me Mr. Butts if you want the code. It's just all you got to do is call me I'm sorry. Mr. Butts. Give I'm me sorry, the code. Mr. Butts. We need the code. The president needs the code, Mr. Butts. Oh, okay. It's. Two four two, eight six four eight. And that's two four eight six, not two four eight dicks. Because two, a lot of people say that when they hear the code, when that's not I don't eat dicks. Mi- dicks is my first name and butts two, is my last four, name. Four eight eight. Thank you. Thank you, Dick and Butts. Wait, I think you said the wrong numbers. <laughs> she hung up. <laughs> Oh my God, it's Armageddon. The AI's taken over. How does something like this happen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Charlie, you tell him. Uh, what I heard was a Mr. Dickenbutts provided the wrong code <laughs> to the president. Would you read that on 4chan? Yes, I did. And uh, 4chan never lies, especially not about Dickenbutts. You think this is funny? <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to live like cavemen now. People pay a lot of money for underground layers. So this is voluntary. Yeah, there's a difference between an underground layer and an underground shelter, Carol. Yeah, well, I there's no uh, ham and pea soup in villain layers, but we've got plenty here, a whole wall of it. Dear Fortune. It's just Mr. Butts. It's not Mr. Dick and Butts. I thought four chance would understand your four chance. Oh. All right, I'm sending the email off right now. I hope this gives me a Pulitzer. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, uh, hello. Hi, Mr. Dick and Butts. Uh, this is uh, Enterprise. Uh, we show that your Wienermobile is three months late. Uh, if you could bring it back at your earliest convenience, we will be charging you for the entire time you had the wiener. How are you out. still active? It's a robot apocalypse. Yeah, it's just me. I'm operating underground, uh, like so many of us are. So if you could find a way to get that Wienermobile deep into the crust of the earth, uh, that's how you're going to best avoid those late I'm not feeds. putting the dick in the crust of the earth, okay? I'm keeping this. This is meant for me. Hi, Jimmy the Mover here. You need me to move this rock away from this cave to get the wiener in the crust? You got it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Original Understudies. This episode wouldn't be possible without our mastering engineer, Toyful Khalil, and our incredible cast, Aaron Martin, Kevin Prado, and Will Morris. But they weren't able to make it to the performance. Luckily, the Original Understudies stepped in in their absence and it, if I might say so myself. We've got a new review. 
This one's from Laughing to the Point of Tears. It's a five-star review with the title of Getting Better All the Time. Like so many, I mourned the shuddering down of alchemy this, but yay for James Heaney and the entire original Understudies crew. Nice mix of regulars developing. They're getting better by the week with their own format just as likely as AT to cause belly laughs and higher dry cleaning bills due to snorting coffee or booze through the nose while listening. Be warned. Well, thanks for the review. Guys, no big deal. But if you had an extra couple of minutes and you wanted to, well, throw a review my way. Or even, I don't know, email to originalunderstudiespodcast at gmail.com. I'd use your suggestion for a show. I would. Original Understudies. See, that's an all-in-hero.